welcome to episode 83 of the endless stream i'm aiden and as usual i'm joined by brian and kevin we are three artists illustrators filmmakers and all-round shit talkers and each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through netflix hulu amazon prime youtube spotify disney plus wherever you get your content we take a chunk of it and we watch it and talk about it this week we watched house of the dragon we watched she hulk we watched the bear we watched horror movie stuff we're coming into Halloween so we're trying to get spooky we talk about Terence Howard and his, his uh, world all this and more on the endless stream if you like what you hear please consider subscribing to the podcast heading over to Apple rating and reviewing like and subscribing all these good things really help us out please do tell a friend about the endless stream on top of that you can head over to Instagram at the endless cast where we put up pictures and clips of the episode and that's a good place to engage with us over there. So you can suggest something for us to watch. You can disagree with us. You can like, you can comment, you can tell us what you're thinking. If you're a little more old school, you can send us an email as well at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. You're going to shave your beard down into a gringo style stubble? Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm going to have like a, a dense, dense five o'clock shadow and just a mustache. Why for? Yeah, why not? Fair enough. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, this week, Friday, the 28th of October, <laughs> the Bag of Cats comedy show is taking place at Dublin, Inc. We have sold about 34 out of 40 tickets on Eventbrite. I'm going to do another little push today. I'll give you the link as well. You can push it. Um, there will be standing room. Show up. Come along. See a great show. Uh, there will be prizes. Kevin, you and I need to have a chat about what the prizes are so that we can arrange... All the prizes should be face tattoos. Yeah, right. I just decided. We've got a section that's like raffle, but I want to know what we're raffling and we can allot a certain amount of time to that. It's going to be face tattoos. Yeah. We have stuff as well, so it, we we were planning on doing that, so we're not relying on you having a shit ton of stuff, you know, but it's just as you mentioned it, let's fact Double it. Inc. will be giving away a full day of tattooing for the best costume. Does it have to be on the face? Holy moly. Full day of face tattoo. Uh, yes. Full day on the face. Yes. Uh, yeah. We, we, yeah. So you'll get a sizable piece, you know? You get like basically like a, we are just want to make these things popular for everybody and successful everybody and ourselves, you know? So like, you know, these things are great. And if we can encourage like a bit of, you know, giving back and all that jazz, why not, you know? Puka Tattoo in association with yeah. Dublin Inc. is offering a day's yes. tattoo. And, and then That's we're going to give away maybe like, um, you know, uh, 150 or voucher or 50 or vouchers or something, just a few bob off. We have T-shirts and we have T-shirts and stuff. Like, okay, that's a hell of a prize. So can I can I say that? Yes, yeah. yeah can yeah. I promote that? Yes, yeah. Okay, so so I can I'm going to promote that as the prize, mm-hmm. and then say, but we'll do a. We've got a section after the break that is like the prize giving mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. So am I giving out three things? Am I giving out whatever? Are we doing spot prizes throughout the night? Like, I just I, I want to plan that out a bit, and um, I got a nice new little piece of art to promote it. I want to get that up awesome. before. And this week, I've done it kind of generic, but now I'm like, I might put some bat wings on it and make it Halloween themed, mm-hmm. make it kind of orange and green. Um, yeah. I like drawing. You should have become a tattoo um, artist. <laughs> how do I do that now? Can I change? How do um, I, can I, can I pivot? You can pivot, yeah. Can I, can I be successful without, with, like, can I get them like transfers? Uh, oh yeah. Still be respected. Yeah. Um. Or if you don't 
really care about tattoos just get a rake of tattoos mm. obviously i don't i don't i don't just want to rake of tattoos i don't want to look the part i just want to do the do job oh, not just be a technician aiden you could do you want to draw and talk aiden, shit you could literally get it now like, nowadays you could literally just get like the bare level uh tattoos and look like a tattoo artist okay okay you can get just a few bits and pieces get one little thing in your hand boom done yeah cool okay I get. I just. I just Te- get. I just get like a tattoo that says, uh, "I don't have a lot of tattoos, but I'm really good at tattooing," and then I have to get really good at tattooing. Potentially, could work. I've not seen yeah. it done. You've not seen I've it not done. Not seen it done. Okay. Just don't get involved in my industry. It's just drawing and talking shit, oh, right? It's, it's 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 his industry now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't get involved in it. You're not welcome. I just, I, oh wow! That that. That would that would make me want to get more involved, if anything. Okay, let's let's talk about that because I think that's where Kevin was going anyway. Is Boris Johnson coming back? What's that about? How is that possible? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Why? Absolutely not. No, it's the world. And then the other guy. It's not a. It's it's conversation. It's bullshit. It's a fucking farce. It doesn't matter. There is a bill they're trying to pass over there. Yeah. That if anybody has protested in the last five years, they'll make you submit to a tracking device. No one's talking about that. What's that? It doesn't fucking matter if it's Truss or Johnson. It's a joke. I'm not talking about Tories it. out. Everybody has mentioned, everybody has said it to me at some point. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Who gives a fuck? There is Aiden, so much bigger stuff going on. Well, what's the, what's the, the bill? Tell me about I'm the not bill. talking about this. That's all I know about it because nobody's fucking talking about it. But it, it, it's it's part of the same protest ban that they've introduced months ago and people have talked about it. They're, they're essentially making protesting illegal and now they're trying to introduce this this additional part to it that if anybody has protested in the last five years, they will make you, to submit, make you submit to wearing a tracking device if you have been involved in a protest or organized other people to get involved in a protest. Who gives a fuck if it's Truss or Johnson? It's a joke. Doesn't matter. It's on the news. Fucking the only people who talk about this are people with car radios. Um, people who listen to car I radios. Can't even drive. Yeah, I just can't. yeah. I can't drive. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to this, this week's so segment, segment of Brian shuts down conversation in aggressive fashion. That I'm not shutting down conversation. It's not even a conversation. It's it's it isn't now. I don't even own a radio. Yeah. Something else. Yeah, Kevin, it seems like the party can just sort of vote him back in and uh, because it's not a general election, that's not the public and the general election will be in a year or two and they don't want to force that to happen ahead of time. They want to stay in power even if they're a fucking zombie government for a couple of years. And Boris is, of course, happy to, to be that asterisk, that footnote, that history thing and abuse his power while he's there for a couple of years, all the while distracting the public from the real goings on of government like protest bans going on. Um, it's a he fucking never show. went away. It's a fucking farce. He never went away. No, it actually seems he never very much away. like a plan. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, um, um, it's a joke. Speak in uh, in other news. The next word out of your mouth better not be. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's innocent. Go no, he's on. Not. Uh, he was found innocent. Anthony Rapp lost his lawsuit. Yeah, which is very, which is terrible. It's terrible. Damn. Yeah. Season five of House of Cards coming? No. Will we be watching no. it? 
No. I know we all know you'd still watch it, but most of us just want no further part. Um, I wouldn't. I, I I was a bit disappointed that I didn't watch House of Cards first because I heard it's very good. But, uh, you know, I, I just... It's, it's good to a point. It, it got pretty samey uh, by the end of the second season, I would say. Mm. Um, it, start, it started off very strongly. It was, you know, Fincher directing... Did he direct every episode of the first season or was it just the pilot? I don't know. Anyway, Fincher's style like kind of informed... Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, it, it started off great and then it got pretty samey, to be honest. Mm. I think you could watch it, Kevin, if you want to. I mean, he's just playing a monster. Yeah, fucking watch it. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I probably. I, probably I think, he, I think the honest. first episode, he just this. kills an animal in the street, right? He ends its suffering. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, uh, he, kill, he kills an animal. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he, he, he. I mean, both. He seems like a person who goes out of his way to end animal suffering. No. Oh, on multiple occasions. No, I mean, it, it seems like he's that type of person. Okay. Do you know what, Kevin? I actually haven't watched more than three episodes of it. Let's watch season one and reconvene, okay? Um, I, don't, I think we could. Actually, speaking of watching things, my, brother, my brother Benny did suggest that we should watch a movie. And I, I guess. Pardon? Shout out to Benny. I uh, have a few shout-outs, actually, this week, to be fair. Shout-out to cool. Jack Jack Wallace, my cousin Jack Wallace, who uh, pretty much, I, I, I have to, I have to, I know exactly what he's talking about, and he's probably 100% right, but that he would say the David Harbour movie, Violent Night. Oh, yeah. It's very similar to the movie, that the fake movie kind of thing in Scrooge with Bill Murray. Oh, the, is there a, um, is there a fake movie where... An action yes. Santa does shit. Cool. Pretty sure, I, yeah. He, he was I'm saying fine. that. Yes, yeah. He was saying it's almost identical. But uh, and uh, and then shout out to Mark Lynch, whose wedding night attended to last week, and Mark listens to the podcast, which is really awesome. Mark's a top bloke and uh, an excellent musician. Congratulations, Mark. And Mark got married to the lovely Catherine Lynch, I guess now, or maybe more. I, I, I actually I don't know if she's keeping her uh, full name. Maybe I should stop talking about people's surnames. Uh, on the podcast <laughs> but mark listens which is really really fucking awesome and uh we love mark mark you're great mark is also big into nerdy stuff so maybe sometime shout outs to jack benny and mark and congratulations yep. and to mark catherine. and catherine and catherine yes um yes so shout out to all the guys um, and uh but what was i saying before that um yes benny suggested we watch a movie uh it looks awful he, 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 brian's definitely not gonna watch it I'll watch it in in the sense of um, you know, good spirits. Uh, What's the movie? You're saying I'm a, I'm not a good spirit. Uh, yeah, How dare you? You know no. what you are. <laughs> yeah. You know what you are. Uh, check that out. It's I'm the uh, kindest spirit here. It's called Headless Horseman: A Dark Hero Is Born, and it's about a. I hate it. It's like about a biker guy. It's like about a biker guy who has a pumpkin for a head. Um, it looks insanely cheap and um, yes a dark hero this does sort of it sounds like it falls into the like Abraham Lincoln vampire killer oh it's it's way worse than that like category am I the only person that thought that movie should have been a trilogy anyway well wasn't that Barney Hammer Headless Horseman a dark hero is born where can I see this I sent you a clip of the trailer or essentially the trailer Benny sent us in 
he he did he did request us watch it so I'm just saying okie dokie well then I'll watch it because oh. I'm a good spirit <laughs> Okay, well, that's good. I know how to manipulate Brian. That's 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 good to know. No, you don't question his his uh, capacity to be a good sport or not. But um, yes, there you go. We we we'll watch that, Benny. Seeing as you recommended it, anybody else has any Halloween recommendations? Send them on into us. Um, I might. I I I often when I can't sleep, read a Instagram page called Dark Reddit or something. Where they ask people like their scariest experiences or their you know their time they saw like Bigfoot or something, uh, different different things. There's a whole manner of like you know the scariest babysitter experience or this or that. You know, there's uh, loads of different themes. And uh, maybe for our spooky episode next week, I might read out some and get your feedback. Awesome, sounds awesome. Yeah, true. And we should probably watch something scary for next week as well. The Black Phone's a thing. I've not watched it. It's on. Actually, to be honest, you know what? You ever go onto YouTube and stuff and you look at movies to rent sometimes? I do because sometimes, you know, whatever. But uh, they're, like, they're like 20 quid to rent a movie. Wow. Is that theatrical release equivalent? Is that what they're trying to do there? No, nah, nah, because they come out. They come out in the cinema. Like, they're out, they're out a while and then like... That's, that's definitely not to buy. That's not to buy. Not it's to rent. rent. Yeah, pretty sure. Like, Fuck. Because um, yeah, I've rented and I've bought stuff, but I've never had, I've never paid more than like a five yeah, or for a rental. Yeah, yeah. same, same. Uh, it's just I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because they're like relatively new movies. Because I know Nope is on there as well. Um, well, yeah, they can be a little bit expensive. Yeah, rent is eighteen euro, or Nope is eighteen euro to rent. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, bit nuts. That's fucking wild. Yeah. It's they're a little trying, bit they're trying to get out of here. Get, get out of here. The sort of cinema ticket value out of it. You've you've got four people sitting around watching it. Yeah, but I wonder. I wonder how much stuff is rent on oh, PlayStation. I have. I, I have. I have one word for that. BitTorrent. No. Okay. No. Puh. You're right, Brian. He did it. It was one word, but he said it in two drawn out syllables, which made it sound like kind of you know two words, but it's one. Trust me. That's how I get him. <laughs> that's how he gets them. Uh, but yes, um, that's all. That's all. No, I reckon I reckon we could watch The Black Phone, uh, Ethan Hawke. Um, I want to watch Terrifier 2. Okay. Because it's making people vomit and faint at the cinema. And I think Aiden would be the first to vomit, vomit faint. Yes. And we should record it. Yes. We should record it on Skype. I, I've not watched the first one, so I should watch the first one. Have you seen the trailer for it? No. Nah. Have you seen the trailer? No. I sent you the trailer. Yes, I know. Yeah, but I won't watch the trailers, Brian. I'd be afraid of spoilers. Not spoilers, but you know. Exclusively in theaters. Oh, it's not coming out over here, actually. Oh. But it will be able to, available to buy, uh, I think, next weekend, actually. Um, so maybe we could uh, emotionally scar Aiden. Emotional damage, emotional damage. I watched Clerks 3 this week. Where did you watch that? Shut up. Uh, Somebody told me it was absolutely dog shit. Somebody said that they literally had the opportunity to go down the road and see Kevin Smith presenting it. But he had watched some of it and was like, I like Kevin Smith, I'd like to go and see it, but it's so rough. 
I don't know if I can sit through the film to see Kevin Smith. Um, I see exactly what they're talking about. And I think if I had sat down to watch it properly, I probably would have turned off. But like most of his recent stuff, I just put it on while I'm doing something else. And I'm kind of just, it's fine. It's nice. I enjoyed it. I've got a, I've got a nostalgic or, or um, kind of sentimental association with these characters in this world. Um, I was just going to say, I like Kevin Smith, but sometimes I don't know why. Dogma is probably my favorite of his things and Guardian Devil that he wrote. He look he 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 peaked you know he did his he did his thing and then he kind of peaked. I actually think Zach and Miri make a porno is a decent comedy. Like it's fun and that's it's not, outside that's not of Kevin his. Smith, though. It is. Is it? Yeah. Did he, that was I, his I, first foray out of the View Askew, Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought was it was Smith. a good. Uh, no, it might have been his second. He did Cop Out with Bruce Willis, and then he did that and his. His thought on that was he was making a movie about people working a retail job making a movie and he felt he was eating his own tail. I think he was, you know, showing that he had the skills of a functional jobbing director and it worked and he could have just done more movies and grown out of that. Um, Clerks 3 is definitely eating his own tail. It's pure nostalgia and self-indulgence i don't hate that because i have an association with kevin for 20 flipping years at this point listening to podcasts and stuff like i like the guy um by the time i got to the end of it i it worked for me it was it's pure like he's just gonna watch this sitting in his living room crying over and over again because it's just it it's almost autobiography you know what i mean like um i had fun with it is basically what i'm saying i by no means a great film, arguably not a good film. Um, his, his the dialogue thing, the ca- the characters are the characters they were in nineteen ninety one. They're they're saying the same shit, and I listened to those podcasts with the people that he based them on. Like Dante is, I think Dante's based on himself, and and um, Randall is based on. Uh, Brian Johnson, the guy that used to work in the video store with him, and I listened to those podcasts, and I. They're saying the same shit. Like, this is who these people would be now. It's accurate. I. It's the same conversations they're still having to this day. It's just tired as a film. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that results in as a conclusion for you here. He's made an accurate film of what these people would be like in their 50s. Same idiots. Do you want to pay money to go and see it? Probably not. I have a sentimental attachment to the world. I had fun. Anyone, any other thoughts on Kevin Smith's filmmaking? Um, is it is it two ends of like the video clerk spectrum with Smith and Tarantino? How do you mean? Like both? What are the ends? Are, are they are they both the product of the same thing, and do they both make? Like one makes kind of really personal films and the other makes films that are, you know, just a pastiche of everything that they've consumed and filtered. Mm. And are they and like they they both they both have like very distinct dialogue, mm-hmm. you know, very, very particular kind of rhythm and everything. 
Yeah, that's that's. Are they that's are they are they two opposite on. ends of you know two two film nerds? Yeah, except you know one like I said one one makes stuff that is solely concerned with being cool. Yeah, and the, thing, and the, the other thing is, is making very small personal films, and that's not a that isn't a. You know, a judgment of mm-hmm. which is better or what. It's just an observation of yeah, got these these two yeah. two film nerds. Yeah, and you and I have had conversations about like how I feel about Quentin Tarantino. I don't generally enjoy his films because I, I, I get annoyed by the pastiche. Like I get annoyed that the world yeah. treats him like a genius when he's just taking things from other places, um, and. You know, I don't know if that's fair because um, I feel like he does say where he's taking influence from, but I think it's just the hype around him annoys me. Um, and I guess so. I guess like, to be fair, sorry, just to, just to interrupt your, your, you because you're wrong. And um, I guess okay. to be fair, um, you know, like everybody can take inspiration from everywhere, but how they interpret it is different. And his interpretation obviously resonates with a bunch of. Hmm. don't don't argue with any of that people people love tarantino movies i got exhausted by kill bill inglorious bastards i was enjoying up until he inserts himself in it same thing with django i enjoyed django much more than glorious bastards so um i he i i think he can create nice worlds i get distracted by his filmmaking if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I w- when he would just sit in the world, I enjoy it. But once he's like, and here's a cutaway, and here's an insert, and here's a, a an info, like a, an infomercial style explanation of something. And now, he, now here's the director playing a small role. And like, I don't need text on screen in the middle of it because you remember movies having intermissions. Just let me be in the world. Every time I'm starting to vibe with a Tarantino movie, he does something that brings me out of it. Which was Inglorious Bastards. Um, my my problem isn't even like I, I think he's a great copyist, and I have no problem with that because I think that is to be able to kind of you know absorb and distill something down and mm-hmm. to know it's so inside out to be able to kind of nuance it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and just just to you know so perfectly kind of ape something. Mm-hmm. I think I, I don't I don't have a problem with that. Um, I just don't think a lot of his stuff is as good as people insisted. See, I don't, um, I don't have a problem with his stuff. It's only when I feel like I'm watching Tarantino do his best Tarantino that it gets a little bit like laborsome. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just like I feel like yeah, I'm just watching Tarantino trying to do his best Tarantino tropes. You know, it's like he's like it's like okay, you can co- copy and stuff is is whatever. It's it's fine to a degree. But it's like now I just feel like he's also trying to kind of copy himself and capture that light in the bottle that he did before. But it's just, it's just, it's like it can be self-indulgent. It's like kind of like Thor Love and Thunder. Too much. Too much of a good thing. It's just the bed. It, 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 it is funny because... What you say there is int- what you say there is interesting because while you talk about Kevin Smith making personal films and Tarantino distilling what he's absorbed into the cool end of things, 
in theory, I I want to like Kevin Smith's films all the more because of that. But they're so stupid sometimes. They're so fucking mm. stupid. Like, this is his world. This is his life. It's, that's his daughter on screen. That's his wife on screen. But it's a, like, proscenium-style sketch. Like, it's hard to feel like you're watching a movie sometimes. You know? Um... I don't know if you're if you're a, if you're a Smith completist like I check out Clerks three. Um, favorite oh, favorite like Ben Affleck shows up and like they just oh. have like a, they they audition for the movie they're making and there's a nice bit that like when you finally see the movie edited together they show you footage of Clerks rather than you know them now, um, which is nice. Um, I don't. I don't know how much. Like, do you, are you guys worried about spoilers on Clerks Three? Um, I'll I'll watch it. Brian Brian doesn't care for spoilers. I'll I'll take my headphones and then you can give me a thumbs up and I can come back in. It'll only be a second. Yes. Um. Uh. So the the whole premise is based off of Smith having a heart attack. He gives his mm-hmm. yep. his Randall character a heart attack. He then is spurred to make a movie. Um, and the two boys fight and fight and fight as they always do and Dante has a heart attack and Randall is confronted with his selfishness and shows him the edit of the film that flags Dante as the star of the whole story and it's a nice emotional reconciliation but when he goes to show him the movie in his hospital bed it cuts to inside a cinema and he's dressed and he's watching it and he's dead basically from that point on and it's... Um, it's that that was effective. That worked for me. That absolutely like I was just like, oh, that's so nice and sweet. And um, oh, Hal Rahan is a little outclassed by Rosaria Dawson. Every time he has to have a big emotional moment, it's like, whoa, buddy, you are trying. But like, you know, again, I love you, but I think Clerks are the only movies he does. I don't see him much. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. But like that, like I was like, this is a goofy, stupid fucking film. And then it kind of got to that end and I'm like, oh, it works for me. Like, I, I like these characters enough and he ends up killing off Dante. And um, yeah, I felt it because it just kind of closed the loop. How, how how long is it? I'd say barely 90 minutes. Okay. That's what he makes, you know. Okay. Um, I'd have to double check in the cinema. So I, I was saying like that if, if that moment arrives in time, mm. It could really save a film, but if it takes too long mm-hmm. to build to that moment, then people he might lose the audience before they get there. You know, I'm just going to um, bring Kevin back. Cool. Is he reading the thumbs up? Um, uh, I'm back. I know, I know what you're saying. It, it's the the arc of the movie, the plot of the movie is fine. It's just the little things that he thinks are funny, the sketches, the the yeah. like little sequence where two people talk and riff and it's like this isn't funny like if you're giggling on set shooting it but it's not working for me yeah you know um it doesn't work for me when woody allen did it mm. you know so um what did you watch this week kevin um, this week, Aiden, I watched, um, 
I watched, oh, well, I started watching Under the Banner of Heaven, which I was enjoying, and then forgot I was watching it, and then didn't continue watching it this week. So I must go back to that. That was enjoyable. That's, uh, is that a movie or a documentary, and it's about a religious it's, it's, jib-jab? Uh, it's neither, actually. Uh, it's neither, right. it. It's, uh, it's, it's a, a limited series, yes, um, based on true crime events where a Mormon detective is investigating a Mormon murder. And it's good. Cool. Yes. Uh, I've not finished it, but I've, it's been highly recommended, so i got to watch it. Um, but no, this week, I guess, I watched... I can't remember what I watched on Sunday, because I feel like I did... I, I was at my folks at the weekend, because I was at, like I said, a wedding in that loan. But I did... Uh, I came back up... We came back up early enough on Sunday, but I can't remember what exactly I watched. But I did watch The Mole, which is a Netflix TV game show where you say you have like 12 contestants and one of them is a mole. And although 11 of the contestants' objective is to put as much money in the kitty as possible uh, and outlast everybody else to the end where they'll win the, the cash prize, uh, all, mm-hmm. the, all the while there's a mole in the group who can't get eliminated uh, nobody knows who they are and who has to try and sabotage the group as it goes along and uh, do we know who the mole is nope. as a viewer or nope. do we are we as in the dark as the rest of the no, crew you're, you're, you're also in the dark it's good though I have to say the person who played the mole because I don't want to give it away and I think people should watch it. well ah yeah watch it it's a bit of fun maybe if people want it's, it's easy TV you know but all I would say is the person who, who was the mole did really well because there was a stage at it where I had I had like say both Ian and I were just like it's definitely one of these three because these three are definitely not the mole you know that kind of way so the person played the person played it very 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 well very very well you know it got a little bit obvious towards the end that they were potentially the mole but of course it did the numbers were whittled down so much their actions became more uh, you know uh, obvious yeah. and delirious yeah exactly um but you know good fun tv show nothing nothing particularly mad like i, I like you know i won't be kind of like dying to be watching season two or anything but uh yeah it's great good show there was a there was a moment like that i guess like i guess it falls into not necessarily wanting to watch a whole series of it but i'm watching taskmaster um the new season and there's you know they had a task to do and there was team of two a team of three and they broke it into two separate chunks and the goal is to get sand into a bucket or sand into a shopping trolley um, in the space of five minutes and you have to have two hands on a set of hips at any given time and neither team figured out one person could have just stood there with their hands on the hips and let the other one go um, people are fools but they, they kind of conga lined and when you're watching it there's they take you aside and they show you them for some reason telling the w- one person on the team of three that his goal is to sabotage his team mm-hmm. and now it's a completely a sort of asymmetric task at this point there's just a weird thing happening but what was so funny about it was once they played that i just i, I laughed so hard because it came back to the room and they're talking about the task and darrow brian was on that team and as jolly and jovial as he is, you do get the sense that he's like pretty uptight about doing shit his way and and running shit. Um, 
he his reaction was so I laughed so hard because he was like I'm so relieved to see that because I went away thinking you were a fucking idiot like, <laughs> and that was really? months previously yeah, so yeah. I have no doubt that that guy was like at fucking meetings with the BBC going that guy's a fucking idiot yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's hilarious it's so funny um, yeah. I just it, it's me putting stuff onto O'Brien to a degree but just like that guy went away and sat in his car for a minute and thought that like yeah, he was raging, you know, yeah. quietly, keeping That's... his cheeky chappy thing on. But he went and sat in his car and went, I, I'm going to lose because of that fucking prick, you know. That's so funny. Yeah, it is. Because like... you have to have a competitive streak to be that fucking successful, I guess, in that world. Um, so, uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and then, then it's just like it's, it is a game, you know. So mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. not? But uh, I was going to say there is there, somebody. There's... Sorry. There is somebody on the mall. uh who like you're kind of convinced is the mole, you know? And then like <laughs> nearly halfway journey, just over halfway journey, I said to Ian, we're like, eh, I, I don't, I, I don't think that person's the mole. I think they're just really bad at playing this game, and it's pretty much kind of what they are. They're just they're quite bad at. It. There's a way you can kind of purposely make people think you're a mole, and that's to your advantage because in the in the show you have to answer questionnaires at the end of each episode say like if you're contestant right. and you have to guess who the mole is essentially and the person who scores the least uh gets voted off you know so if you are making people think you're the mole those people are going to be answering all those questions pertaining to you you know and then guessing that yeah. you're the mole so that means that they will potentially be eliminated you know but uh but no i don't even think that one person was doing this in this i think they were just playing the game horrendously bad it's it was so bad that other people were like double guessing like themselves because they didn't want to kind of go along with them with with that person because they thought it was a mole i I don't want to give things away but it's just it was nuts but um the person who was the mole was like am i the mole (laughs) this is it yeah yeah pretty much but uh but it was yeah it was good it was it was it was it was an odd tv show i didn't get to watch bake off this week though it's funny that that competitiveness is can be a very ugly quality um there is a previous season of taskmaster where i think lou sanders was on the on the the team as well and like you watch a clip and there's one guy who's just like bossy and telling people to stop and like get is that, away and at a certain point a, i think i think you, said you see that her clip. just reacting yeah he it comes back to the room again and he's just like i can't believe i came off like that you know, like yeah. and it's like, well, you came off like that because that's the way you behaved in the moment. Um, yeah, he it was, it was not a good look for this guy. You know, he kind of. Hopefully, he does better. Yeah, fair. Did see he sent us one of those guys for from Taskmaster, and it was, it was all about mm. like putting weights onto something or like getting heavy things onto an object or into a bath. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, mm. it was absolute pandemonium. Um, I, Brian, I enjoy that show a lot. You watched The Watcher, as did I. What did you think? A lot of shit. Who gives a fuck about the people and their 3.5 million home? Fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. This is true. Fucking rich cunts well the problem is Brian, Kevin? They're, they're not rich they weren't rich and um, yes you watched the watcher what did you think um i'm not finished go on kevin 
Thank you, Brian. And I look, I found it very entertaining because I heard it was a, it was awful. It was a massive waste of time. But like, I was absolutely uh, the first two episodes I thought were really good and stuff. Now it does kind of episodes. Shit. Is this not a movie? No. No, seven, oh, I'm not watching that. Seven, seven series episodes. It's it's rubbish. Um, it's so seven fucking episodes. rubbish. Yeah, and then but then you do get to the end of it, and it's just like, what the fuck? I thought the ending was kind of interesting okay. in how they wrapped it up. I was familiar with the the real. I wasn't case because and I basically I had watched Buzzfeed Unsolved the. T- two lads did a a good episode covering it and the whole thing amounts to nothing nothing. that's frustrating the actual case absolutely nothing it was just it was either it was either the family or just a fucking crank of a neighbor that's it there was no crime more serious than yeah a few letters letters. yeah i know yeah yeah and they had to fabricate so many events then for brian they had to fabricate and it's, all of it for the series like yeah yeah it's and and what they come up with is just like it, it just gets so repetitive it's like oh, you're the watcher oh no and then they confront somebody like at a restaurant or something and they blow up and then the next episode they're like going back to that person going so it's not you yeah and i know we need your i know help. i know i know yeah. and that happens that happens three or four times and it's just it's nonsense but i did like how they wrapped it up at the end I, th- I thought it kind of painted a good picture of how, given that it's unresolved and there's no answer to like what what actually took place, it kind of shows how how it might have started and how it might have gotten out of control. Because effectively, at the end, the husband becomes obsessed with determining who was behind these these letters in the first place, mm. to the extent that he he becomes a you know, a perpetrator and a participant in the thing itself. And it shows how all these other people around the scenario could have been sucked into, into it. Mm. It would have been much more effective as a, I, I, I think from the start, it was just a bad idea because all that happened in the real case was there was two or three letters. Essentially a family moved into a house. They got a letter saying, Oh, I love your house. And they started talking as if the house was some sort of entity. And it was just, kind of creepy so, stuff but nothing came of it so can i just say one thing very Brian? likely that day yeah just, go ahead. just 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 and i 100 percent want to go back to what you're saying just so i say one thing so basically i think the only the only true part of the actual tv show were the letters themselves and kind of like uh parts of the letters were 100 percent like from actual letters sent to the house like about the young blood in the walls and all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. um but that's the only kind of like fiction part or uh, fact part of this TV show. Sorry, so go on. So ultimately it goes back to... Yep. You were saying... The letters, basically. Yeah, just... I, I, I just... I just don't think... I just don't think it was a good premise for a show in the first place. The amount of things that they invent. And I think if, if you're going to invent characters and, and events and things like that, then you might as well go fucking all out with go it. And out, instead, yeah. they just came up with they came up with like real kind of soap opera type stuff. That's, you know? that's literally what I said the email. It's a real soap opera. It was real, real it was soap, a soap opera. opera. Oh my god! It's, yeah. it's funny because like Naomi Watts and Bobby Cannavale are great actors. Yes, and they're both 
terrible in this. And big, you know, just... big Moe's a great actor as well. I can't think of their name, but they're a phenomenal actor. Big Moe's the, the neighbor, the lady neighbor. Uh, sorry, she, her, so oh, yeah, she's, yeah. Um, yeah. she's one who's, who's cutting the irregular. Rocket, as the other fellow said. Arugula, yeah. But they, they're reacting, yeah. Uh, it's, it's either... It's either Anne Dowd or the other one that I always mix her up. It's not Anne Dowd. It's, it, 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 it's your one from Justified. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Margot Martindale. Season two of Justified. Yeah. What's her name? There we go. Yeah, Margot Martindale. That's who I thought yeah. it was. Martindale. And she's brilliant. Yeah. And she was so fucking scary in Justified. I tried, she's great. I tried to tell S- Sissy Spacek in it. Like it. Yes, I know, yeah. But, uh, or no, sorry, not Sissy Spacek. Um, no, not Sissy Spacek. Mia Farrow. In, ju- yeah. in, 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 I mean, Mia Farrow's the, uh, uh, how would you say, the the preservationist, the preservationist, isn't she? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. preservation society. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Couldn't think of it. Mia Farrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, what was I going to say? And 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 then I don't know if you recognised Jasper. Think of him younger, no. younger, skinnier with a mustache. Um, I like all I did was I hovered over the thumbnail on Netflix and like I got very bored or no i didn't get bored i got frustrated with it because i i hate that kind of like uh, that sort of altercation it's the it's the cutting the arugula thing i hate that sort of fucking thing i hate that oh it, it makes me so tense to begin with. but i will say this there's a moment where richard kind turns and like puts a knife in a fence post and it's like ooh, i actually don't think i've seen richard kind play a fucking monster before or a psychopath before or like a bad guy he's brilliant yeah. and i'm like he's he so actually has a sort of uh, this sort of scale and weight and droop and deadness in his face that could really be menacing and yeah he's great um, yeah that was kind of a, a a revelation in a in a thumbnail hover um but i'm still not gonna watch this <laughs> i don't Fair. i don't like the intense uh, I, I, like, in fairness, it was engaging enough for me to kind of, enough was happening constantly for me to keep with it and stuff, but to just the payoff wasn't enough. And, uh, like, at one stage, I was like, this is some really elaborate hoax. And why go, are the actors? Anybody who might be interested, just go watch the BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed Unsolved yeah. episode. Instead. Yeah, it's only 20, it's only 20 minutes two long. Two guys on that are, they're two funny presenters, and they do a really thorough presentation of the facts of the non-case as it as it is you know um time much better spent watching that basically um very good terry kinney plays jasper in it and he was yeah i just looked him up yeah do you, do you recognize him now he was in i recognize him now stuff. yeah 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 he's been in a flow. he's in oz and i'm pretty sure he was in season five of the wire possibly I he think. was he's he's yeah. been in a few things now to be fair and uh yeah uh, but um, I definitely just remember him like much skinnier and with the with the mustache, you know. Um, I wish I would, or which I'd say is the mustache broke goatee, but I'd say that's probably Oz. In fairness, back in the day, but um, yeah, good actor. He was in lots of things. He wasn't in The Wire. What else, what else I know him from? I thought he was in like yeah, I recognize him from Oz for sure. What is in Boston? He's the. He's the. Like the prison warden, kind of, or whatever. I, 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 is he the prison warden, or like or a therapist, or something there, or like counselor, or something? Ther- like a therapist, yeah, or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. Can't remember what it's actual. No, no, sure, sure, guys. Would have um, been years. Since what else do I know him from? 
Uh, I think I ever watched Oz. Oh, Oz is good. I, I'd imagine that's rough going now, though. But again, hmm. it was rough going back then. It was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, every time I saw an episode of it, I was like, I can't believe they get away with showing this on television. Man, like, it was just fucking crucifying pedophiles to the it's, floor it's, it's, of the It's probably court. tame compared to, you know, it's it's, it's tame what? by today's standards. Is it though? At the time. Out of BC? I think it is. Like, like the, the stuff that happens in it is awful, but yeah. the depiction of it is... That's where I knew... Like, they... That's where I knew your man first from, and... You know the guy, J.K. Simmons. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's very right. Yeah, he's terrifying in it. Yeah. He's fucking terrifying. Yes, he plays a Nazi. Oh, he is brutal. Yeah. He's brutal. He's savage. He's awful. Yeah, yeah. he's terrifying. And he, and then there was a there's a full. He, he he's another guy who's he's so good at being terrifying, kindest, nicest. You know the yeah. most. You know, just like an absolute. You know. Doty, like, yeah, like doty grandfather, whole, wholesomeness, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or he can just be an absolute Savage. piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was brutal. And then you had a full frontal nudity of the guy from SCU, FCU, SVU, SVU. Chris Maloney, is it? Yes, yeah, yeah. That was a shock as well. You get to see the long arm of the law. Fucking the long veiny arm of the law. It is fucking. Here's to you. Chris. Now, is that real or is that a prosthetic? Uh, it's either all Hollywood actors. Man, all Hollywood actors are gifted with long schlongs. <laughs> it's science fact. That's not true. It's, man, I've never seen I've never seen a a, a, a grower in Hollywood that uh, you know a lead. <laughs> oh, you mean on screen? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you know it's how do you know it's real? That's like, just got that's, very, that's, a, that's very ILM. convincing prosthetics. You know? I, w- I would I would use prosthetics if I was if I had ever since Star Wars, Wars. There's been a, a lot of like, or, or visual uh, effects applied uh, to body double, but um, they can make them look very real. Uh, but uh, yeah, Oz, check it out, guys. Uh, if you have a if you have a relaxed Sunday, get your family yeah. together. Watch. Don't watch don't bother Oz. with the watcher. Yeah, watch Oz. Watch Oz. Yeah. It's, watch uh, it with the whole family. Yeah, watch it with the whole family. It's um, how would you say it's uh, it's a modern tenant of the Wizard of Oz, but based in a prison. It doesn't have anything. That's, en- that's, enjoy, enjoy. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. That that that's a great gag in Arrested Development. <laughs> Is it a gag? Uh, George no Michael. Ends up, yeah, <laughs> no George Michael. He, he ends up watching it because he he thinks it's he thinks he's watching the Wizard oh of my Oz. God. And he's scared. That's hilarious. Uh, because. <laughs> oh, I watched Hocus Pocus too. How is it? Sorry, that's just reminded me because uh, Buster from Community is in Hocus Pocus too. I didn't like it. Tony Hale, Pet Midler's great. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. I thought I was. I thought I was going to, you know, not enjoy it, but I thought I was going to going to appreciate the yeah, nostalgia, nostalgia, the effort, yes. and getting getting the gang. Yeah, yeah. and um, I didn't watch all of it. I kind of I tuned out somewhere i i can't can't be sure when um yeah yeah it's just a really cheap cheap i don't want to shade in it either i just very cheap yeah cheap halloween yeah. movie do you kind of get what i'm saying like the, there's a couple of points where they're doing like a musical number and it looks like they're filming it off like a, a stage yes. a theater like yeah. not a sound stage but like it, it looks like a live 
I know what you're saying. It looks like footage of a live theater performance, kind of performance yes, in a yeah. theater, as opposed to actually like on a soundstage. Yes, or yeah, yeah. It is. It is a strange movie. Um, if you, if anybody has watched like Hubie, Hubie saves Halloween or whatever that one was called, Hubie Halloween, Adam, yeah, yeah, Adam Sandler. It's like I'm not saying it, it's probably a better movie than that because Bette Midler and everything is great in it. But it's like it's that kind of budget though. Like it's it is it's a made for streaming movie, which is a pity, you know. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. it just I think like, did it par- par- Parker's and Midler's salaries alone are probably the majority of the budget, yeah. I'd imagine. They ain't cheap. Mm. Yeah. Well, Midler, uh, more the power to her. But I think she played a big hand in getting it to come back because she was actually surprised about how much Hocus Pocus, basically, like how, how much Hocus Pocus. Uh, Merchandise with people over time. Well, merchandise and stuff that she found online and how it was still popular. It was just like people are still interested in this thing. Let's make another one, you know. But it was just it was too contemporary. I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but or like probably a, a very kind of like throwaway uh, statement. But it's like it's like I just felt like I was just watching something that like uh, yeah, a, a lot of the jokes were kind of like oh, what would witches make of you know the 21st century it's yeah like, it'd be just as surprised by this century as they would have been the last one the early 90s. last yeah, time man, it here, annoyed you know? me so yeah. much you know i thought the rambas yeah. was a good gag to be fair but like yeah but like i, yeah. I, mean, I was just like wouldn't they, wouldn't they, they put it rumba is that what they're called yeah room like you're in a room i'm deaf um anyways okay. um <laughs> you can't read though right huh <laughs> why how's it spelled <laughs> R double O Room. Roomba. Roomba. Okay, well, I don't know if I've seen the word, you know, but uh, but I uh, uh, to answer your question. But you said rhombus, yes. which is a shape. <laughs> Rumba. I said Rumba. What is it? Roomba. Yeah. Roomba. Roomba. Um. DJ Roomba's in the house. This is the content that people want. Um. But uh, yes, like I, I would have felt like my fair lady and you. They probably, they probably, um, I understand that reference. They probably um, did, what do you call it? They probably, like, yeah, they probably did one gag in the first movie that kind of addressed the whole, like, they're in a new time, a new century or whatever, or a new period, whatever, you know? So it's just like, why did this keep on doing it in the actual, oh, it was just, it was, they cheaped out a lot. And it's like, why, like, why do, why bring the, the main actors back for a cheap crap sequel? You know, the first one was great, and the, the you know, uh, with the the zombie guy, the cat, the yep. kids in it, like the Halloween party, all that kind of stuff was great. This this was like, hey, and then just giving kids powers in it, you know, spoilers, oh, no, guys, really? just don't watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's just not great. I mean, it's not really aimed at us as well. This you know? is true. If 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 some people want to watch it, maybe they should. I think it's. You mean it's not for the white men in their thirties? I think it's. I think Everything's it's, for us. I think it's exactly aimed for us to to a degree because we were the kids, not white men in the thirties. Yeah, I mean, that's true. People that uh, yeah were watching it. So we were kids when the first yeah. one came out. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Yeah. but um, and I think I think that's what they missed. Actually, I think they should have done a little bit of a kind of darker tone, not darker, but like you know, kind of do it with 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 it in mind that like your audience has now kind of grown up twenty at least twenty years. Yeah, I think the thought is often though that the that the, our audience is showing it to their kids more so than it's for, you know, because we see yeah. that in things like Star Wars movies True. and stuff. Like if if 
if Star Wars was aging with its audience yeah. rather than that's a good point rather than um, rather than just making movies for kids, then we would have seen an Andor a while ago, you know. Yeah, um, I've not I've watched Andor yet. Andor. Is it worth watching? I think it is. Yeah, I, I really do think it is. I don't I know that it's getting it. any attention. Um, mm. It's they 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 led with three episodes because it, it's kind of slow at the start. But um, I I love the world building in it. I love the story in it, and I love seeing the subterfuge. And I especially like the idea that they've. I don't know if they said three or four seasons, but they've they've defined an arc that brings them up to Rogue One, and I like that they've got a plan. So, um, I just wish you know, I, I just wish that we could stop watching like prequels to things because the stakes are just high for me. Yeah, I know. Um, I I know what you're saying. Like the thing is, I know everything that's gonna. Well, sorry, I know. I know that you Cassian know Andor makes it. I to can Rogue barely one. read. Oh. I know that Cassian Andor is gonna make it to Rogue One, but I don't know about anyone else. So I'm I'm happy to. Well, I know. Mon yeah, Moth like I, I I know people say that, and and if it's if if you really can't engage with something for that reason, that's that's fair enough. But. I don't know. For me, the point isn't to know like the end point at all times. You no, know, I, I understand that. There's gaps in stories, and that that can be as interesting. Yes, of, as, of course, of course. You know, it's like you watch a you watch a historical thing like it's happened before. It doesn't mean that it's like you know like a Titanic. I know the ship's going to sink. It doesn't stop the movie from being entertaining. Yeah. But my point is, well, like it depends obviously on the show. But for example, say Gotham. I remember watching season one of Gotham and just being like can't really get into this there's no stakes for any of these people because i know they all like say the penguin on commissioner gordon batman uh alfred it's like you know like there's too many characters at two at, at a young stage in our life that you know yeah i mean we could get into gotham but like you know we never should have seen bruce wayne in that beyond the opening episode where we see jim gordon maybe deal with the murder and then never see him again and um, we should not have dealt with uh, Jokers or Penguins or Poison Ivies. Um, they should have just done Gotham SVU. It, sh- it SV- should have just been a crime, it should have just crime been, show. In- but it should have just been Gotham S- SVU, essentially. Yeah. Show me the world that is so bad it needs a fucking guy in a bat suit. Exactly. His time. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, fair. Um, uh, but sure, it is what it is. Like, I literally just saw a clip of Tom Welling talking about making Smallville. And he was saying that he um, he had it in his contract. I, I, I mean, I don't... Hollywood storytelling, uh, he was a young guy. I don't know if this was his thought. I don't know how much say he had in contracts. Who knows if any of this is true, but he said he had it early in that, like, I'm not wearing the suit. I'm not flying. I'm not being Superman. And still, five episodes in, there was a script that involved him putting on superhero suit. And he had to go and have a cat and go, we're not doing this. This is the whole point. Um, and it's that thing where it's the like... The actor said that. That's Tom that. Welling said that I had it in my contract that I would not wear a Superman suit and start being Superman rescuing people. Being Superboy in essence. Because there was a Superboy show in the 80s. I know, um, but like but like that, I, I, like, like, 
can't. The point he didn't the have that much clout at the time. Yes, exactly. That's what I tried to say, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's what I tried to get out. I was like, he he can say that now. Yeah, you know, with the retrospection. Maybe he can say that now. I don't think he fucking. He was twenty. I know. Yeah, and no, he was completely unknown. I think he was made. He was completely unknown. He wasn't making fucking. I don't. He was a model. I don't think Smallville wanted that. The point remains. Like the reason I mention it, and the reason I asterisked it as I started telling it is like I don't believe that but your point's not bad that you know if it had just become a Superman show it's not interesting the the journey still the stuff that kind of hurt it for me was when it just got it Superman-y you know like I don't let him just be strong. I don't need him to have heat vision yeah, or fair. whatever. Let that shit yeah, come the, this, time, this, you know? the small, The Smallville concept was a good show. But uh, but no, you know, Superman and Lois Lane, great show. Back in the day. Yeah, it's it's a little wobbly now, but... Um, yeah, but sure, like, I you know, every, everything is, you know. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, anyways. I remember how we got into that. But, yeah. Um... Pre-code the idea sequence. of uh, the States. understanding where Cassie and Andor is going to end up. Yeah. I tell you what, though, right? I remember watching Rogue One and being presented with Cassie and Andor and going, oh, I'm just supposed to like this guy and being annoyed by it. You know, again, just being told this guy's cool, being told in the marketing he's my Han Solo type. I didn't see it when I watched the movie. I was like, I don't really particularly give a shit about Cassie. Oh, I really liked, I really liked uh, that movie. Well, four or five episodes into Andor, I threw Rogue One on, and I immediately cared a hell of a lot more about our okay, leads. That's interesting, yeah. And the journey they're on, because oh. I know I know what it took to get Cassie and Andor into the Rebellion. Can I ask how many episodes is it? I think it's eight, but there's like six, seven up okay. on Disney Plus right now. Okay, I might, I might, and I might. Stellan Skarsgård's great, and the woman that plays Mon Mothma's pretty good, okay. and um, Fiona Shaw's in there as well. What's her name, Aiden? Genevieve O'Reilly. I think I'll watch. I think, yeah! I, I think I'll tell Norby to watch it. I think I, I think I'll tell him. As Aiden pounds another protein juice. Hmm. Um. I only know that because I literally listened to our podcast yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Gotta get them numbers up. Oh God! Um, <laughs> um, well, I was gonna say to use. Uh, I feel like I watched something else this week, but I'm not too. Oh, you know, no, I know. I think just the Watcher and yeah, Hocus Pocus and then yeah, whatever. Um, what's what's the next? We probably mentioned it before. Next TV show that we have scheduled to that could be potentially decent. What's ah, it? look the the the, the Guardians. Sh- Specialist coming, secret invasions coming. There's there's stuff coming. I'm not too worried about picking something um, that we're going to follow as a series. No, no, no. Should this this this, like I think we've got we've talked about the fact that we've gotten kind of railroaded into this fucking release schedule thing, and I'd like to pick pick more interesting things rather than just be being told by Disney what we're watching. Yeah, no, totally. Um, Be a bit more proactive in the choices of the things we're discussing. Well, that's why we're going to watch Um, Horseman. Yes. And Banshees of Inisherin, yes. Uh, which actually, um, I mean, I guess maybe it's become more and more obvious. But I just was looking at the marketing going on, um, the way our cast and crews were being interviewed on things like Colbert and Fallon, the way Brendan Gleeson's being positioned as the person being interviewed with Colin Farrell there as like a cheeky sidekick, 
um, and Gleason presenting SNL, it really feels like they're positioning him for that Best Actor Oscar. You know, it it somebody has decided that it's Brendan Gleason's time to be front and center. Great, and fair. Why not? I couldn't be happier for the guy, and I hope that he gets that push into sort of you know Ian McKellany national treasure status that he should have. Um, oh, I think he's. I, that, oh, Ian McKellany. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a there's a class of actor between the UK and Ireland that falls into the sort of concept of national treasure, complete and utter household name. Everyone knows who they are, whether or not they've watched I think he's already there. I think he's there in Ireland anyway. I'm going to be doing a tattoo of yeah. him soon, I, so. Yeah, I, I, I love the man's work, and um, I think he deserves this push. I have to brace myself every time Colin Farrell's in a new team because... I just have to listen to how my eyebrows look like his for about a week or two, and then it then it passes. Oh boo! Oh, you look. Do like you a get movie compared star. to oh, my eyebrows? My eyebrows. My oh. eyebrows. I'm gonna try and make an apple pie today. Oh, That's not a good segue. Speaking of apple pie, yeah, it's not a good segue. Speaking of apple pie, American Pie came out in 1999. I was far too young to watch that movie. Why did I watch that movie? Ah. Grant. Good stuff. Do you know who's not Grant? Gorn. Tara Reid. Oh boy, yeah, that's not. <laughs> that's that's why I won't. Like um for those listeners interested, Tara Reid has a TikTok. For those Irish listeners, she's spending a lot of time with Jedward. Mm. I don't know why. Um very strange. Very strange. But let people enjoy things. If she's enjoying TikTok, leave her to it. It's better than drugs. I don't think. I don't know that she's ever. Done I, drugs. I don't think it's it's a case of it's either one or the other. Just uh, just putting that out there. TikTok or drugs? <laughs> yes. Well, I have TikTok. That's the option, right? You need to hit it. Yeah. I've not on. You need to declare your sobriety before you can use TikTok, right? Apparently so. And. Oh, I did actually pick up The Bird King, which is the new graphic novel from Crom. Nice. Um, I want it. Yes. All right. I'm going, I'm going to go in town and see if they have it. They won't have it. They won't have it. But it may be, <laughs> may, maybe if you're in yeah. Dublin, Brian, you might be able to pick Ron it up tomorrow. Howard voices it. I might be in Dublin tomorrow. Yes. Oh, maybe. Yes. Maybe I'll just wait. Yeah. Um, I ordered it in to Subsidy. But I know that they had it. Oh, you ordered I it? No, no. But the thing is, I ordered it into Subsidy, but I know that they had it in uh, Forbidden Planet. And there's one or two comic book sh- shops around town that I'd say would potentially have it. And I read the first, I think, two or three chapters on Wednesday night, and I very much enjoyed it. Basically, uh, it's. Uh, I'm, t- I'm kind of. I'm terrible at giving. Well, I can't really. I'm terrible at giving uh, rundowns of books that I'm in the middle of reading of because. Synopsis. Synopsis is, yes. But the synopsis is basically a young kind of a young uh, blacksmith kind of um, kind of like a magical blacksmith is basically and um, is the last of her kind and is forced out of her home uh, to go on a journey. Um, there's different wars. Or there's different warring nations and types of people. Sorry. Uh, there's different warring nations and types of people. <laughs> uh, 
I'll start again. There's different warring nations and tribes of people. <laughs> and just think of the the Milani bit. I know, I know. Every time it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Poor Aiden. It's it, but it's 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 very good. It's very enjoyable. I I recommend. I I I am reading it. I'm recommending it. And um, Crom's artwork is strange and it's good. I love his artwork. Yes. I like. Yes, I like. I like it a lot as well. I yeah. downloaded his Procreate brush in 2018. And oh, I don't have that. Where did you get that from? Like, Gumtree or something. Gumtree. It was free at the time. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, Gumroad. Um, Gumroad, sorry. Go, yeah, Gumroad. What's Gumtree? Oh, that's the advertising. Kind of like buying sales. Like like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never really took off here, even though some people came to use it. It's like why? Ugh. But um, Gumtree. Yeah. I wouldn't use it. But um, yeah, anyways, the Bird King. It's cool. It's good. I'm enjoying it. Check it out. And cool. I, I did manage to pick myself for for the measly sum of three ninety nine. I was able to get myself a copy of uh, Declan Shabby's Old Dog signed. So I was Ooh. pretty I was pretty chuffed with that. Yep. And I have that. Uh, did I read it? How are you enjoying the story? Uh, Old Dog. Well, no, I think I don't think see episode. I don't think issue two is out yet. Um, so that might be okay. next Wednesday, but uh, which I'm looking forward to. Um, the only other book I'm reading at the moment is Daniel Warren Johnson's Do a Powerbomb, which is a kind of uh, out-of-this-world wrestling caper, and it's very, very, very good. Anybody who knows Daniel Warren Johnson's work, uh, Murder Falcon, Extremity, uh, those type of things, really, really great uh, so this is really good. I would recommend people to pick up the trade after it's out, after it's on out, because I'm, I'm enjoying it. So, Daniel, Daniel just tells, he's, he's he, I could know, he's a guy telling stories, like, for uh, audi- for the audience today. Do you know what I mean? I know that kind of sounds funny, but it's like, there's there's good humor, there's really good drama, it pulls, always pulls in your heartstrings. Characters are, you know, there's, there's a lot of representation. Characters are really, really well uh, developed. And it's great, and it's really enjoyable. His stuff is great. Have you read his stuff? No, no, no. You yeah. keep mentioning him, but I, yeah. I never read. I, I kind of, I very, I've kind of stopped buying comics. Fair for a while now. There's only really one comic shop in Cork now. Okay, there was kind of two for a while. One of them. <laughs> one of them. It, it. I think it's owned by the same person. It was like a health shop and a comic shop, and they're operating like out of basically the same space. It's like there's a comic shop tacked onto a health store, and now I think all they sell is um, Warhammer stuff, and then you know, just just kind of Warhammer stuff, and then they've got two shelves of comics, and they don't even have monthly stuff anymore. They, it looks like they just have a couple of trades, mm. and and it looks like they're not getting any new stuff. And then there's an, another shop which opened a while back. I've only ever checked it out once or twice. And I went in maybe about a month ago because Ashley Wood had a new comic. Oh, yeah, I have it. And I went in. Yeah, I went in to get that and their their stock hadn't come in for the week. And the guy working there didn't even work there. He was just, I think it was his friend's okay. owns the shop. And he says, oh, I just, I just watch the shop sometimes. And oh. I was like, so you don't really know. And he was like, no, having a clue. And I was like, okay, cool. And that's it for Cork and comic books. Ugh. 
comics are comics are a hard thing sometimes to even um yeah absolutely to, to pursue to to um to obtain anyways because like i was really enjoying minor threat issue one by Patton oswald i thought it was fucking awesome beautiful cover variant cover by mike mignola great stuff and uh, i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. issue two has come out already but none of the shops in dublin has got i've gotten it so i'm probably going to go there and order it specifically now which is not ideal but you know if enough people don't pick up issue one why would they sell issue two you know I, but I got like I got the three variant covers for that book and everything. I thought I think it's beautiful looking. I was I was chuffed with the book. I thought it was great. So yeah, yeah. Comics comics are tough. You gotta you gotta get them your pull list. And if you don't, like you, you, there's a good chance you're gonna miss out on stuff you want. I do want to get that um that Ross Fantastic Four. I, I have it. Yes, but I, I need to chase it. Is it a series? Like, is it a number of books? Oh, no, it? no, no. It's a single hardback. It's a one-off. Oh, shit. Yeah. All the more reason why I need to get in and get it. Then. Um, yeah, it's, and it's not like your, it's not your normal uh, hardback Fuck. size or anything like that at all. It's a, it's like, it feels like a, a, a more of a larger annual type book, you know? Right. Okay. It's, it's like an oversized, like a, yeah. like a European yeah. format. Shit. Okay, because I was kind of half waiting until it was collected, but it's... It's out. It's, it's a standalone and it's yeah. out. Balls. Okay. Yeah. Check yeah, out it, get it. Check out his YouTube channel if you're not following Alex Ross on YouTube. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I did get uh, there's a there's a there's a new there's a I think it's a one I think it was a one shot. I'm not sure. I have to look into it. But there's a new. It might just be for Halloween. But it's a Marvel kind of dark crypt or it's t- tales from the dark crypt or something like that. Say. And the cover school has Moon Knight and a few characters on it, but um, yeah. Oh, and I picked up the new Miracle Man. Miracle Man. It is Miracle Man, is it? Yes, it is Miracle Man, and Miracle Man, which is different than Mister Miracle, which is different than Mister Miracle. Yes. Okay. Let me just check. Like, now you've confused me. You've confused me, Aiden, and I do not like to be confused. Miracle Man. Oh, yeah, it's not. Oh, what am I talking about? It's not Mister Miracle. Originally known as Marvel Man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mister Miracle is scot free. DC. Yeah, no. What am I thinking? Tom King is a great, a great graphic novel of that. If you've not read it, but um, no. So I was gonna say yes. Mister uh, Miracle Man was like uh-huh. old. Like I think Neil Neil Gaiman did like a run of it with like DC or somebody, and then it went into mad sort of um, copyright and licensing issues and stuff. But Marvel have somehow obtained the character now, and the book that they've released technically is issue three, but technically, but it's also issue one because they're right. pick they're they're picking up from Neil Gaiman's original run with Neil Gaiman. Nearly thirty years later, the saga is about to resume. Yeah, go away. So I got myself the original graphic novel and issue one, the new issue one because I want to give that a good read. Cool. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I, I don't have anything really to to contribute to this because I remember seeing this character for ages, and I know there was a. Am I wrong? Was there an Alan Moore association? Uh, um, you might be. You might be wrong. You might be wrong. I don't know if he was associated with American Man at one stage or not. I don't think so. Um, but I was going to say, uh, he's going to American Man is getting a real push. I don't know if you've seen it, but like he's on every cover of every book going. Uh, Declan mm. Shavi did a cover for Moon Knight. I have it, 
where it's Mr. Miracle, it's Miracle Man and Moon Knight, you know, on the cover of it. But Miracle Man is on the cover of Black Panther. He's on the cover of every book going. And it's just like, I always feel when they start doing stuff like this, are they like, kind of like, it's just like, kind of, is he going to appear in the MCU, basically? Oh, right. Michael Fassbender, Miracle Man, MCU. Could be. You were suggesting um, Sasha Baron Cohen's going to be Mephisto, Brian. I've heard it a few places. Yes, I've heard it too, Brian. And like, and and at the same time, it was kind of it was around the same time that uh, there were rumors that Harrison Ford had signed on to play Ross, Ross. which he has, which is weird. So, mm. It's a it's a it's a hell of a recast yeah. because we've seen Ross a number of times. Like, I know, but should, but they have to recast, yeah. and God bless that poor man. You know, he would have been a great. He, what well, he was, he was, he was perfect for for Tinderboy Ross, but. Um, mm. But like you know, uh, but like what, what you know, I guess like it's a pretty big honor for that guy to a degree having someone like Harrison Ford take over his role, you know. But it's sad that that guy passed away. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope Harrison gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of my fear with it is that like, I can see him at this point in his life taking a payday, but not really giving a shit. Uh, and that that is where should look Robert Redford yeah he did his bit you know I'm sure he'll be fine yeah but I I don't think Redford's ever had the same cantankerousness about him yeah exactly Redford's always been a kind of a good sport about the shit that he does well I do I do like Redford but uh, like kind of what Han Solo or Harrison Ford he wasn't keen on Solo but he loves Indiana Jones he fucking adores that character he hates fandom yeah, well, it's what it seems to be. He just doesn't want to get caught up in fandom. He wants to do his own, which is fair enough. But like, it's just—I don't know. I, I can understand frustration with fandom. I, but, but he's never shied away from it. Star Wars, Indiana Jones, uh, the Tom Clancy books. He has in how he's engaged with it. Okay, you know, he's not shied away from properties that make him money. Yeah, but he has shied away from engaging with fandom, mm-hmm. um, and you just see—I don't know. It's frustration, it's exhaustion, it's doing it a long time. Like I I feel like other actors deflect silly nerd questions that they've had a billion times and he just at this point just goes, I don't give a shit. And Yeah. It, sure it kinda of comes off bad. Well sure look, he's he's only an actor playing these roles. Who cares about like not in a bad way, but like who cares about his opinion about the characters, you know what I mean? Like as long as he's yeah. showed up and doing his job and you know, I feel like he's done enough in the movie. That's that's what it's at. Sure. I do think it's funny as well, though, that like um, there's a uh, an old letter from Alec Guinness when working on Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, talking about the sort of the the exuberance of the cast, and he's a little kind of dismissive of you know a whole whack of young people. But there is a point where he's just like, I do sort of get on with this rangy fella called Ford. Can't be Ford, can it? That's too American. Like he's kind of yeah, like, yeah. thinks out the process. His name can't be Ford, right? Like he, he's trying to remember who the guy is, but he's like. That's hilarious. Um, He's kind of going, this cantankerous bastard is as cantankerous as I am. We get on. Um, (laughs) um, Because Guinness as well got sick to death of the Star Wars thing. Uh, I understand, man. Famously said something dicky to a kid. It's got to be tough, you know. Yeah, Mephisto in Ironheart. Because the villain is the hood. Yes, Brian. So... 
The hood. The hood has to get their powers from Somewhere. something mm-hmm. magical. And what I'm reading is that uh, it's Mephisto and that it's Cohen playing the character. Well, he'd be he'd be absolutely perfect for Mephisto. Uh, you know, yeah. to, for sure. Um, and then who was the? Oh yeah, we were. Oh yes, and Wonder Man is going to be. No, I can't pronounce his name. Well, no. Do not think so. Not, not. He's in talks apparently, but a load. Uh, I think a few people were. Okay. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Abdul Mateen. Yes, yeah. That's well, I really like him. So I, I third. He's great. Yes, I really like him. I, just, I really like him, and uh, you know. What would I know him from? Black Manta in Aquaman, uh, the protagonist uh, in Candyman, and um, just he's a really. He cool. was great in. He was great in Aquaman. I remember um, thinking that character was Watchmen. completely wasted. And Watchmen. I was going to say he was Doctor Manhattan. Was, uh, was he? Manhattan. That was going to be my question. He's great. Yeah, yeah he's class. Yeah. Yes. Okay, can't wait. So yeah, so more, he, more of him, please. He'd be a great Wonder Man for sure. And um, but like, but I, the only thing is, like, I know, and like, I, I like Wonder Man. Don't get me wrong. I have mm-hmm. like some of his more, you know, key issues and stuff. But but is he not a bit of a too good an actor for someone like Wonder Man? Um, well, I mean, Wonder Man is what you make He's him. He's playing, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Wonder Man's always been a bit... Um, there's been many versions of Wonder Man. Yeah. And, yeah, you I know, guess. is he playing the the red overcoat version? Or is he playing the spandex version? Is he, um, is he playing the ghost of Wonder Man that is manifested through the vision? Like, there's there's a number of weird... No, I think it's Wanda was able to manifest her dead husband Wonder Man at a certain point when she needed help. She would like Captain Planet his ass into existence. He would beat something up and then cease existing. Mm. Yeah. Like Wonder like Man's been through a wild been through the ringer. range yeah. of been through the ringer. yeah, and he I think he's one of those Marvel characters that sort of sits. Um, in sort of this place of like possibility, we've tried a number of things with him. Pick one of them and make it kind of yeah. the core thing at this point, which well, is what they've done with Moon Knight. The only thing is, um, I read as well that. Sorry, go on. Well, I was just going to say the only thing is like a part of me, like, and it's 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 kind of selfish. Part of me wants that guy to be Wonder Man because I'm sure it'll be fucking like awesome and blow up, you know. But uh, because obviously I have a few of the books, but um, mm. but I, I yeah, like, yeah. I, are you speculating on your 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 collection value? Yeah, is completely. it? Yeah, of course, okay. man. This is. I I I've gone out of my way to buy. <laughs> I want a house. I've, he doesn't like. I've comics. gone out of my way to buy obscure '90s fucking number ones and first appearances and all this kind of stuff from random characters over the years. That I'm just waiting for one of them just to hit fucking gold. Right. Um, and then never sell it, and then piss him or off more. Why? You, why do you tell me? Why do you speculate and tell me how much they're worth if you're never going to sell them? Yeah. Why is this shit taking up my spare room? If yeah, it's exactly. Well, Brian, yeah. you, you were you were going to say something there then? The Beanie Baby collection was going well. As well, that um, Adam Driver has been in, or apparently has been in talks for both Reed and Doom. Oh, it'd be a good Doom. It'd be a good Doom. He could do both, yeah, I think. Yeah, for sure. He could be good yeah. both. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm curious to see will they get actors of caliber. that caliber or are they going to go with really 
the kind of new up and comers. Yeah. You know, mm. it's interesting to see. Yeah. I really tough for what they're gonna go. With. Yeah, I, really I think it has to be a balance. Like the thing that worked, or the thing that was like uh, what really worked with Marvel was you remember the feeling when they made Iron Man, and we were like, okay, John Favreau hasn't done a lot, but like he, it's come it's from a place hands. of critical acclaim. It's good hands. Robert Downey Jr. is amazing. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges? Yeah. Yep. Okay, Jeff Bridges is great. Like, the cast they put in it, you're like, wow, they're actually casting big on this. And then when Thor came along, it's like, hey, Kenneth Branagh. It's like, like part of what made us give a shit was that they went out of their way to get people with, I guess, clout. Uh, on that subject... Mm, clout. Have you guys... No. No. Oh. Have you uh, checked in on Terence Howard news lately? Terence Howard, as in Ron Howard's ugly brother. Is he the one that invented new math? No, as in what? Ron, Ron Howard's ugly brother. <laughs> no. Uh, Rody one. Rody Mark. Oh, no, no. Howard, no. What's Is he, he well? doing? He invented a new maths, <laughs> as, as Aiden said. Okay, I've heard about it. Is this. It essentially boils down to that one multiplied by one has to be two, it has to, <laughs> and he's written a proof for it and everything. A uh, proof. Uh, he's lost his mind. He's like, it's, I, uh, it's, no, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole reading stuff about like claims, and he, he came. He's he's selling some. Is there any chance we're wrong? Energy thing, and he's correct. No. Okay. All right. No. Have we checked the one maths? times what I, I I get I get where his brain yeah. is tripping up yeah I get it one one is one 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 like literally yeah. semantically yeah you know, like just yeah. grammatically yeah. one one is, is one yeah, yeah like two but ones like, but two. If, if 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 two times two is this like it, yeah. yeah yeah he's he's making a, a small but crucial error yeah oh god bless him he's probably not right he that he's building his understanding of the world around it is he oh he, he's a piece of shit kev he's he's known he's he's assaulted multiple oh okay well then oh. yeah he's he's not a good person yeah but i i, I don't understand though how he doesn't so i read yeah so i know no allegedly legend. yeah but i know he was problematic <laughs> and stuff in the past uh particularly you know why he was removed from iron man and stuff you know just in terms of like his his decisions in his career. That was probably racism. Oh, largely. Oh, on, on Disney's half. His his racism because they replaced him with Don. Gino. No, no, no. Uh, Perlmutter, the Ike Perlmutter at the oh. time didn't want to pay him. Didn't oh. think he was worth the money. And he was like, "Who's going to notice if if we just hire <gasps> another?" Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, he that like that's what that's what Perlmutter is has. Well, this is the same guy that didn't want to sell toys of Black Widow because he was like. By this stuff, mm-hmm. known piece of shit, Ike. Yes, he's gone now, isn't he? He's gone. Butter. He's still there. He's just not overseeing. Okay. But um, I was this Kevin's. Feige I stuff. was gonna say, um, was he the one that did the TV stuff? No, that's Avi Arad. He... No, it was Jeff Loeb. Um, he was basically just overseeing Feige, and then they created a new division that Feige was left in okay. charge of. But yeah. um I was gonna say yeah, but like the one by like yeah, like it's it's how does he not like I I I know what you're saying about how he's tripped up because it's like it's one 
buy one. So he's trying to say that there's two ones there, and if you buy them, it's two. But it's it's like no, it's one of this is one, two of this <laughs> okay, is so you know, let's let's four. let's let's um, let's sidestep this for a second because I know I mentioned the new math thing, and we've. Terryology. We've we've uh, latched onto that, but Brian's question was: Are we keeping up with Terence Howard? Um, is there any new news? Because I heard that new maths thing a while ago. Oh, he, he yeah, no, he. Um, What's brought it to your attention this week? He, he, I think it was last week, maybe or somewhere between last week and now. He claimed that uh, Robert Downey Jr. owed him one hundred twenty-five million dollars or something. But he's like, but I'm letting it slide, and it's just like it's wild. He's, right. he's called him a lot and Robert hasn't returned his calls but he's called him a lot because he owes him money and he's like but I'm just going to let it slide because I don't need it it's like okay well, that was big of him okay it was very big of him yeah. yeah I mean to let that much money go that's pretty decent well look when you know how maths really works mm. and when you, know you realise that 250 million is actually zero yeah. you, did you watch the bear in the end Brian? I did. Did you enjoy it? it? You did enjoy it. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, last week somebody said, but I think Brian or Aiden said it, but somebody said that Aiden wrote it, one of the other. But then, but uh, somebody said that they likened it to Firefly in terms of a crew and a ship because like it's so insular in terms of a crew in the kitchen. And I kind of can't get that out of my head because it's very, very true. Well, it's it's basically any drama yeah. to get a ragtag group of yeah. people especially, that don't quite get yeah, it. Yeah, especially keep them in a confined space, you know. The the, the only the only kind of not even criticism, but kind of negative observation that I could kind of make about it, and I don't get it. And I've wa- I've watched like twice now, I think, but it uses new noise by refused. In the first episode, do you know that track? No. Uh, this is the bit where the delivery's wrong at the start. And it just builds and builds. And then it cuts to a completely different piece of music and it doesn't mix them. It doesn't blend them in any way and it does it every time it uses the track. It goes from... It's really jarring to me. Maybe it's less jarring if you don't know the song as well but yeah it's this really you know tense song it's got this kind of really mm. you know agitated build up and then it cuts to just an entirely different not 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 even a different piece of music but like a completely different mood and vibe right. and it makes no effort to mix the two at all and it does it I think at least twice. Yeah, they use it in the really opening strange. and they use it at the like, end what? where he's confronted with the same kind of situation where he has to adjust, but in the second one he's kind of yeah. broken. Um, and it, it doesn't lead to pro-action. It leads to sort of, what, panic? Um, uh, shutdown. Yeah. Um, I don't want another season of that. I think we've all we've all watched it now. It's like, grand, let's leave it. I don't want to see him struggle to run his new... I was surprised super- that... They did such a resolute ending. Yeah, you know? it ends like like we can just yeah. go. And then he opened his restaurant and he's happy. And they all live. Yeah, I mean, I I still want to see more because I'm assuming the, that they have more. Yeah, I mean, again, Oliver Platt still wants his money back. Yeah. Great to see. You know, him. just because why was his brother? What? Why was his brother doing what he did? I won't spoil it. But why was he doing that? 
in the first place. Oh, all of the all of the questions, like why not just get a fucking loan, or why not tell your brother that you've squirreled away whatever you've done, or, or like it's very vague um, in in the sort of rationale behind some of these things. But um, I I could happily leave that there and just go. That was such a cool journey. Fair. Let my head, let my head imagine what this would be. I don't need to see him. I don't need to see them string it out for three seasons. I don't think they will, though. I hope not. Barry's going to end with the next season. Good. Again, finite things are good mm-hmm. things. The way they were talking when the third season ended, it sounded like that they had a good bit of story left. Um, but apparently they're ending it with this season, so that's cool. Of Barry? Barry. Okay. I remember Hader likened it to, you know, reading a true crime article in Vanity Fair and you're kind of, when you think the story's ending, it's only just about to get crazier. So it seemed yeah. like he'd got at least two kind of seasons of, because they're, they're short seasons anyway, it seemed like it seemed like he was alluding to that there's at least two kind of more major things. Yeah, you, you kind of talked about this article before. So I was kind of surprised to, um. yeah said in an interview that he feels like it's that that moment in the story where you think it's over you think you can't get any crazier and then so many more crazy things happen and i kind of maybe i misinterpreted it but i kind of thought that he was saying that there's at least two maybe three seasons left in this um but apparently one so i don't know what changed um or i don't know if that was always the intention or if if it was just something that maybe was kind of got taken out of context but um it's a great show and i look forward to it and atlanta is in its final season at the moment but probably won't get added to disney plus until next year i'd imagine if they kind of go at the same pace yeah the um that one feels like though the 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 cast and crew just want to do other things yeah yeah Kevin, have you watched The Old Man yet? No. No, I have not. Um, to be fair, though, it's been a little bit hectic these days. But I have not. Um, Me too. Even the few bits and pieces I am watching, I am watching them kind of while it's working and doing things. So. I'm still going to have to give you two demerits, though. I'm sorry. Two, yeah, that's fine. Two demerits. Two yeah. Just, yeah. That's not each. That's... That's just it's not one each. That's, it's that's two just each. Two, two each. each. Two for me and two for you. Two each. Yep. Well, I don't like doing it, but I think it's fair. You're right. Sorry. It's fair. I still haven't watched it. You said you were. Uh, you said you were keen on a house this week, Kevin. Um, how's that going? I don't want to talk about it. Didn't didn't work out. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Fair enough. I'm terrified to say anything. In case I get jinxed, so I don't want to talk about it. Okay, okay. You can't get jinxed, but the the I guess don't, I you guess, don't have to talk about it. Yeah. but you can't get jinxed. But the oh, thing okay. is, it's it's still in the air, and you don't want to jinx it. Got it? Yes. That that's what I'm getting at. Was there a resolution to it, or is it still in the air? It's still in the air. It's still in the air. He doesn't want to talk about it, Aiden. Let's talk about it some more. The housing crisis. Demerit. What? Demerit. That's How many tree. demerits do I? That's tree for you. What, you, what, you fucking Terence Howard all of a sudden? You can't count? It's three, motherfucker. <laughs>